0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Brotherhood of Podcasting podcast, 2P's. It's P's, babe! As always, it's P's, babe. We're bringing you 2P's. We're going to keep continue to bring you 2P's as long as we can, as long as the network keeps us on air. That was a lie. We don't have any sponsors or network backing us <laughs> yet. Yet. Today, we got an interesting uh, podcast for you today. We're going to talk about what we always do. What, what am I saying? You know, I'm over here... Uh, parading like any any there, have we ever put out an uninteresting one? I'll answer that for you guys. No, okay. So we're just going to go ahead and leave that out in the open air. We give good content, great content, valuable content, and there hasn't been one that hasn't been uninteresting, right? I mean, are you kidding me? You got the, the 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 best sports opinions in the game, okay? We got book clubs. We got bullying, okay? We got mental health. We got food. We got candy. I mean. Where else are you going to get that type of diversity? I'll answer that again. Nowhere. Probably not. All right, anyway, so today's episode, we're talking about cryptocurrency, which I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, there's a lot of different and uh, extensive information uh, about this um particular asset going around on the internet these days. It's been around for quite some times. I think the uh, the past 10 years, if not more, cryptocurrency has actually been around, but it's, it's only been relevant um, the past couple years um, as it's starting to be more widely accepted and implemented into society. So this is something that I'm actually just uh, jumped into into the past year. So I'm learning um, pretty much alongside you guys. So I'm going to do my best to um, reiterate what I've learned um, about what it is. But again, I, I'm still fairly new to this, um, to how it works. Again, uh, about the blockchain, about the different cryptocurrencies. So uh, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning just as much. I'm learning alongside you guys. So I'm going to do my best to um, explain it as well as I can. I'm sure I'm going to butcher a few things. But again, there, there's still a lot of uh, this, this information that's out there that's... it's. It's still not set in stone and concrete as far as how this this currency system actually works. Um, and again, because uh, different cryptocurrencies work um, different than other. Some work similar, some work different. So uh, I'm going to do my best to try to go through some of the main ones. And again, just kind of um, um, you know try to uh, educate. Um, you guys, and even myself, on how this stuff actually works. So, first, let's start off right off the bat and see what a cryptocurrency is. So, a cryptocurrency is what you would think it's a, it's a type of digital money or a digital asset. Okay, um, it, you know, it's it's essentially a token, a coin that represents money digitally, and there are different types of cryptocurrencies. Um, some of the main ones include Ethereum, obviously Bitcoin has become the most popular one. There's um, Stellar, there's SafeMoon, there's Doge, there's um, Cardano. So there's some. Uh, there's a lot of different types of cryptocurrencies and it's, it's kind of just like different assets and um, um, different types of currencies in today's world. So you have gold, right? And you, you can trade with gold. You can trade with silver. Um, Obviously, most people, you know, today we use fiat money, but you understand what I'm saying. Like, you can invest in gold, you can invest in silver, you can invest in bonds. It's the same thing with, it's very similar to cryptocurrency, is that each different cryptocurrency has a different value, just like gold has a different value than silver, and and silver has a different value than say cobalt or lithium, you know, whatever um, different types of minerals and and metals, precious metals that you can invest in. So, um, cryptocurrencies are, again, it, it's 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 similar to that. So um, yeah, so right now again, some of the top um, cryptocurrencies as, as I said, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Doge, Ripple, SafeMoon, Cardano, all of these are different types of cryptocurrencies that were um, created by different developers. And so basically again, so you you buy these cryptocurrencies and just like, you know, places accept Visa cards or they accept MasterCards, some places are starting to accept different types of cryptocurrencies now. The revolutionary technology that's behind cryptocurrency is the fact that it is a decentralized asset. So it's not controlled by one single financial institution um, per se. So there's not, there's not one bank or one institution or one power looking over um, um, this currency. It's, it's decentralized. So the power is literally in the people. So the, the, it's, the cryptocurrencies are based on what's called blockchain technology. Now, this is something that is extremely complex, and I'm just going to try and um, explain the absolute bare fundamentals of it. And I'm sure there might be a few things wrong in what I'm saying, but I think overall I still can kind of give a, 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 a simplified overview exactly what it is. So basically what happens is just let's give an example and say um, John wants to send money to Mark. Right? So he wants to send one Bitcoin over to Mark. So instead of, say, sending it through like the TD Bank app to where TD Bank is the financial institution that oversees it, this money and this block is created on the, this transaction is created as a block and it's added to what's known as the blockchain. So the blocks themselves are the actual transactions that are taking place. So in each block, there, each block has different types. Each block has a um, specific amount of information on it. It has a hash, which is like a fingerprint, and it is always unique. Okay, so each block has a has a unique hash or fingerprint that is completely unique to that particular block. Okay, and basically, what that does is it helps secure the transaction. So whenever your um, whenever you are conducting business using using this blockchain technology, this fingerprint helps help keeps your information secure and unique to, to that particular transaction, to that particular block. And each block is connected by the previous block. And each block has its own fingerprint, as I said, and it also has the hash or the fingerprint of the previous block. Which further secures these transactions. I don't fully understand exactly how that works per se, but I can I can I can understand how they're connected to each other. So, um, so you have so you have a transaction. Say. Um, um, John wants to send um, money over to Mark. The transaction is rep- on, represented online as the block with with the hash. It has the hash. It has the amount of money being sent. And it has the, um, if I remember correctly, it has the codes of the wallets uh, of both John and Mark. Now, it doesn't come up as John and Mark's wallet. It comes up with this incredibly long and complex code that represents your wallet. So, once that once the block is broadcasted to every party in the network, again the block being the transaction, then the network itself approve the tr- approves the transaction. So the peers and the, the the nodes or the computers in in the blockchain approve the transaction rather than one centralized um, power approving the transaction. Okay, so when it when it when it goes through, it gets sent out to all of the nodes in that network, which then have to which then approve that transaction. So then the block is added to the existing blockchain in a transparent and unalterable way. So again, transparent meaning all that information that I just talked to you about the um, the unique the hash, the unique fingerprint, the hash of the previous block, and the um, um, how much money is being sent, how much money are in the wallets, and all that information is stored on the blockchain. So this is this is why it's such. Uh, um, uh, um, it's so enticing to use because there's such there's just a clear and concise and um, secure and uh, uh, and transparent information on who's who's sending money to who when they're sending the money and exactly how much money is being sent. So there is uh, uh, virtually no way to alter this information, and that's also one of the things that is um, uh, an um, an advantage of blockchain technology is that in order for you to change one block you have to change all of the previous blocks that are linked to that particular block that's why each block has not only its hash but it also has the hash of the previous block so the only way you can change transaction de- details of one block is if you change all of the other blocks that are involved with that transaction. And this is where I get a little bit confused. They said the only way to do that is if you have to have a computer that's more powerful than 51% of the network, I believe. So um, I'm confused about how exactly that works, like how f- having a computer, what they said is, is virtually impossible, having a computer that's 51% more powerful than the rest of the, which I can understand that, but I just don't, again, it's a little bit confusing as to how that. That whole uh, the amount of power, the more power that you have, the you know the, the likelihood that you can change this information. But again, they're the virtually obviously that, like I said, uh, no one person can is, can have that amount of power, more power than all the nodes or all the computers in the network. So this um, these transactions are virtually unalterable, and so again that that's where uh, again it, it pretty much eliminates the possibility for fraud. Again, because Everybody can see everybody's transaction, right? So everybody can see everybody's transaction, where there's not just, again, one institution or one power overseeing all of this, right? And 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 what's also great about this part of decentralized um, finance, again, is that the government has like virtually no control over this. They just like again with fiat currency they can again you've seen it with the stimulus checks especially the, the you know this past year they can they can print unlimited as much money as they want to right and obviously the more you know you know you have you have uh, inflation and how much more money they print and all right and so with cryptocurrency the government can't do that right uh because again with um a majority of these uh, coins, uh, with the exception, I know of Doge and I think one or two more, there is a finite amount of coins that are actually out there to be mined, which I'll talk about in in one second. Is like as far as actually being able to obtain these coins. Um, so I, I believe Bitcoin is like at. 21 million or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somewhere around there. But the point is that there is a finite amount of coins, so they they these coins cannot just be created like, um, uh, like fiat money, like paper money could, where they can just you know again virtually print as much money as they want to. So again, I I loved that's something that really enticed me is the fact that decentralized currency and cryptocurrency really gives the uh, control and power back to the people. And I I really love that the idea that the government doesn't have the, the least amount of government control, uh, um, the better. It just I feel like again it, it gives the power, you know, back to the people. So um, the next thing I'll talk about is mining. So in order to obtain these coins, you have to mine them. And what mining is is your computer is basically solving a series of complex algorithms, and it's plugging in uh, various numbers until it solves the algorithm. And once the first um, miner to solve the, ag- the um, algorithm gets rewarded with, I believe, w- I be- is, is gets rewarded with one um, um, cryptocurrency. Um, I, and, I, and depending on the cryptocurrency, it uh, depends on how much you get. Now, give me one second here. So, okay, so um, let's see. Okay, so um, Bitcoin gets a reward basically every I think it's nine and a half to ten and a half minutes. So every nine and a half to ten and a half minutes, when these algorithms solves you get rewarded one Bitcoin. Now that's different. Based if you were to compare that to say Doge, like because Dogecoin is rewarded instead of every ten minutes, they're rewarded every minute, and instead of getting one, like you would with Bitcoin, I believe you get 10,000 Dogecoins every minute as opposed to mining one Bitcoin every 10 minutes. Now, obviously, you know, Dogecoin at the, at the time that I'm um, talking about this is, you know, going at uh, 31 cents. Uh, it's going to the moon, hint, hint. Um, and Bitcoin is at 36,000, right? So obviously, there's a drastic difference in price, but you understand that there is uh, the um, the transaction the transaction the um, the mining times are different and the transaction times are different. So again, so every ten minutes you get a reward for Bitcoin and every one minute you get a reward for Dogecoin. Um, I'm not sure what they are. I, um, they are for um, Ethereum or actually let me see. Okay, so yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So Ethereum is every it says estimated time every five minutes. So every five minutes for Ethereum, every ten minutes for Bitcoin, and every minute for um, Dogecoin. So again, so every the, again, depending on the type of cryptocurrency, depending on the depending on the type of cryptocurrencies, depending on how often these coins are released into the blockchain. And again, this these these times also have to do with how quick. The transactions are getting verified because, again, when the when the transaction are getting verified, that's when the rewards are giving out. So again, like if you were going to use Bitcoin to pay for something, say something was again, like I said, Bitcoin trading at what thirty six thousand, you know, is selling at thirty six thousand at the moment. Say you were going to buy something for thirty six thousand dollars and you were going to use one Bitcoin to use it, it would take around ten minutes to verify your transaction. So that that's a pretty long time to wait. Uh, as, as far as buying something, right? Could you imagine going online in a supermarket and then when you swiped your credit card or you know paid with whatever cryptocurrency, you had to wait 10 minutes in order for your transaction to get verified? So I know that that's where a lot of people kind of uh, are, are um, scrutinizing Bitcoin. I don't know enough about the um, development or the technology to um, defend Bitcoin. Uh, bitcoin or to um chastise it but i'm just again just it's every 10 minutes and again that's where a lot of people uh who back dogecoin as one of the pros is that it's every minute as opposed to every 10 but again um again so it 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 depends every each different cryptocurrency has different attributes that are advantageous and disadvantageous it depends on what you're going for um so um and again, so with as I said, so with Bitcoin, it's 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 every ten, and every uh, Doge is every minute, Ethereum every five, and so on and so forth. Now, one of also of things about um, Dogecoin, um, which I'm going to talk about the to compare the different um, cryptocurrencies on another podcast, I'm just gonna go over them real quickly. Dogecoin actually has an unlimited supply of coins, so essentially that would make Dogecoin inflationary. Since there is an unlimited amount of, uh, a limited supply to be mined. And I believe a part of the reason that this was, was because, again, Dogecoin was originally created as a joke. Uh, You know, that's one of the. the uh, first things people learn about is that Dogecoin, Doge, uh, that this cryptocurrency, actually, the developers, um, I think one of them worked for IBM, one of them worked for Adobe or something like that, but they created it as a joke, basically to mock cryptocurrency, uh, which, again, it's just kind of ironic that the cryptocurrency that was created as a joke has gained a uh, substantial amount of popularity, especially, again, in the past few months. Uh, but, we'll again, we'll save the more in-depth comparing it for, um, for another... Uh, uh, another podcast. So, so yeah. So let's go over real quick what we went about. Uh, what I've just went over so far. So again, so cryptocurrencies are again they are um, type of currency which uses again digital files as money. It's a, it's a it's a digital money, right? And using this digital money, when you use this digital money, it in this digital money then gets put on the blockchain. Again, each block being a transaction, and each block or transaction has a unique amount of of data and information that links it. To the previous transactions and to the transactions after it, making it secure. So again, each block, as I said, it has uh, it has its own fi- it has its own hash, which is like a fingerprint, always unique, and it has the hash of the previous block, which which again, which creates that security because in order to change one, you have to basically change all of them because all of the hashes are linked together. So um, so again, like I said, it, there, there's there's so much more to it, but again, I, I know I butchered that a little bit. But again, it's it's, it's very difficult to even understand, let alone and explain. Um, so again, that's kind of the, the 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 quick in a nutshell idea of what cryptocurrency is and the different types of cryptocurrency. say so each different cryptocurrency is like uh, again investing in something different. Let's just say Bitcoin's like gold. You know, um, um, investing in Ethereum say is like bonds or contracts and uh say maybe investing in Litecoin which is another cryptocurrency is like silver so again, all of these, these cryptocurrencies have different different advantages, different transaction times. Again, where Dogecoin will take a minute to to, to approve your transaction, where Bitcoin, it'll take 10. So again, a lot of these have uh, have uh, had advantages. A lot of them have disadvantages. And obvi- obviously, this is actually f- still fairly new to the world. A lot of this stuff is still, you know, it's still getting worked out despite it being around for a while. As I said, it's only been relevant, I would say, for the past couple of years, particularly the past... Year in general, um, to 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 where it's been, uh, um, uh, to where it's been relevant. And uh, again, and there's no central authority because it's a peer-to-peer network. The transaction gets verified from everybody in the network rather than one, again, centralized institution. Um, and again, in order to to, in order to get these. In um, to order to get these cryptocurrencies, you mine them. And in order to mine them, mining them is basically, again, your computer is solving a series of complex algorithms. And the first person to solve that algorithm gets rewarded with the block or the transaction. And again, depending on what uh, cryptocurrency you're mining, if it's Bitcoin, it's every 10 minutes. If it's Dogecoin, it's every minute. Um, and it's Ethereum, it's every five. Um, there's a lot uh, of... Um, uh, oh, ton of speculation going on as like i said as far as which one's the best which one's going to win out i don't know it is super interesting to see what coin uh is going to become the standard um i again i i do believe uh in in my personal opinion that with you know i can't give a timeline but in the future however many years you you want to come up with that um we are going to switch over to cryptocurrency it's just that the it, it, it's I feel it's inevitable again it just it's it's there's there's too much power and and technology and it just it makes sense to move towards this um, to, to have society move towards this type of payment again it... it uh, um, when I know when credit cards and debit cards and, and, and again, basically, you know, having your money uh, digitally, like I guess, basically, not you know necessarily digitally, but when you can like go online and check your bank account and, and pay things online and use your credit and debit card, it got a ton, a ton of flack. Um, when debit cards and credit cards were, were being uh, introduced into society, and it's again, it's it's just like when again, credit cards or debit cards or email got released into society. People are like, I'm going to be able to send mail electronically. Oh, that's stupid. That'll never catch on. Uh, look at look at what happened with email. Um, so I feel that this is the same thing that's going to happen again. It's it's still very young. There's um uh, there's still so much oh so much to be learned about this. It's again, it's super interesting. Um, if you are interested in um, cryptocurrencies in general and and I, I would th- you know and and want to learn more and can teach because I, I want to learn more not only do I want to be able to um, um, reiterate more uh, to our listeners but I also want to learn more because as you can tell I know I I have Barely scratched the surface as far as this technology is concerned, so I I, I want to learn more. So if anyone's ever interested of even being on the podcast, you know, uh, leave a comment. Maybe you you're you're a developer or you know a developer of a cryptocurrency, and you can explain this stuff better than I can. I am absolutely all ears because, like I said, I really do believe in this this movement and this shift um, that we're experiencing um, in today's world. And uh, uh, you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I wanna I wanna learn more. So if you are interested, I'm gonna be talking about um, um, cryptocurrency in the future. Um, I'm definitely gonna do um, like I said. If there are any any big news happens, I'll I'll come on here and talk about it. Um, but I'm definitely looking looking to do more cryptocurrency podcasts in the future, and I'd love to have guests on both people who just wanna go wanna come on and don't know anything about it or somebody who wants to come on and, and teach me a thing or two or seven or five or 12 different things. Uh, I'm all ears. So again, um, if you're interested again, uh, leave a comment. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, soundcloud, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Real food at the real underscore Bobby play, wherever you want to contact us. Listen, let us know. Come listen. um, um, again, but you know the main social medias. Look us up at the Brotherhood of Podcasting. Uh, again, leave a you know, leave a comment. Uh, uh, slide into the DMs. Listen, we're open for anything. Whatever you're comfortable with, let us know. If you want to be, if you want to talk about it, if you want to, if you want to, even if you want to learn, like I guess if you want to learn about it, or if you want to, uh, you want to come on and, and and talk about it yourself. Absolutely, all ears. Thanks for listening. I hope you tune in next time. And remember, we're on the network.com at the. The real Bobby, it's the real underscore Bobby Flay. You have a great evening, night, morning.